Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marnie Swedberg, and I welcome you to Marnie and Friends, a place where leaders share practical, helpful, and encouraging ways to get anything important done faster, better, and smarter. Right now, I encourage you to sit back, buckle up, and join us for fun, laughter, practical help, and clear thinking, the kind of discussion that focuses our attention off of the fluff and onto the most important stuff in life. Again, welcome to Marnie's Friends. Let's get going. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Marnie's Friends. Excited to have you with us this afternoon. And our guest today, January Jones, is going to be talking to us about how to be a powerful media personality. And during the next hour, you are going to find out how to find it, how to sign up, how to write it, how to do it, how to host it, how to find it, how to achieve it, how to recruit some, promote some, and enjoy it all. And January is the right person to do this training for us today. Because she is an author, a humorist, a motivational speaker, radio talk show host herself with iHeartRadio, Talk for Media, and Blog Talk Radio, with 1.8 million listeners to date. And in addition to her media career, January is a Kennedy expert and has done over 500 radio and TV interviews promoting her series on life with hope and humor. Welcome to January. Well, it's wonderful to be here with you, Marnie. I've been looking forward to coming on your show, and I hope to have you on my show soon, too. Oh, that would be great. Well, what's really fun is the topic that we're doing today is something that you and I have been doing for a while, but some of our mm-hmm. listeners have never done. And they are maybe thinking, I, should I host radio show? Should I even try to get on the air? Should I go for TV? Should I get in print media? Whatever, we're going to talk a lot today about some strategies for them, how to think about it, how to decide what's maybe best for them. And I'm excited to pick your brain on this topic because you've been kind of in a lot of media (laughs) over the years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, people ask me this question a lot because I've been working in this profession for 20 years now. I wrote my first book when I was 50. My mantra, and I share this on all of my shows and speeches, is if you think it, then you can do it. And I know so many people are out there thinking about a lot of things and wondering what they can do and how to accomplish it. My suggestion is to find something that you are passionate about. (laughs) And once you find your passion, uh, you need to pursue it relentlessly. And the interesting thing about passion is that when you're doing it, you can't think of doing anything else. You would do it for free, and most people probably do that. (laughs) And it's something that just um, invigorates you, energizes you. Now, whether your passion is writing or whether it's performing, uh, doing radio, TV, speaking, um, I've even done cruise ships. There's so many directions you can go. And the situation we're in today is that anything is possible because with the technology and know-how and wherewithal on the Internet, you can literally type in any question you may have and you will be getting an answer with uh, great, great advice, uh, information, and inspiration. Yeah. And somebody's writing all that advice, and it might in the end be you. <laughs> Some of that advice. I guess fun. When you're talking about find it, January, you're talking about finding your passion. Are you talking in the find it section, are you talking about finding 
what you love to do, or finding the media you prefer? Well, it's both. It's both. You know, actually, I did. I found my passion with writing, um, and I've written five books. I'm working on my sixth book right now. You can have. You can be passionate about different things. Once I did my writing, and uh, my one book, uh, "Thou Shalt Not Wine: The Eleventh Commandment," went to number one at Amazon. That was very, very exciting. I still get passionate about writing. Uh, just before we went on the show, doing some work and editing a chapter from my new book, I get excited about editing. So <laughs> it's a, an a area that just uh, I'm thrilled to do it. I then took it to the next level. Um, I did some TV shows. I did a lot of radio interviews where I was the guest. Then I started doing a little bit of radio in uh, Los Angeles, and then I was with Voice America for a while. And then I kind of pulled back and I kind of took a little hiatus from it all until I sat down and really thought what I enjoyed doing most. And aside from writing, I enjoy talking to people. And that kind of led me back to uh, Blog Talk Radio, as a matter of fact. And I started out there with a show for 30 minutes once a week. (laughs) And that quickly went to uh, uh, every day. And now it's kind of pulled back to three times a week. Um, I have over uh, 1.9 million listeners to date. What I talk about is other people. I talk about other people sharing their success stories, their struggles, their secrets. And uh, that's become my passion, telling other people's stories. Cool. I love it. And, you know, it is an exploration journey. You have to kind of try some different hats on and see which one fits the best. And like for you, there's two. There's the book writing. And that kind of Mm -hmm. dovetails into another passion you have, which was the research of Kennedy's. Um, that, yeah, was yeah. that a passion always, like from the time you were young? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was, uh, during the 60s, that's when we were all just obsessed with the Kennedys. I was, we all were obsessed with Jackie. Everyone wanted to look like her, talk like her. Everyone wanted to be her. I was fascinated with her and, uh, like, everyone from my generation. And then this horrific assassination took place, and we were left with asking for the next 50 years who killed Kennedy. Well, that prompted me to do my own little uh, research and uh, discovery, and I came up with a theory that is quite controversial, one you probably have never heard before. And I I got a lot of legs out of that book. It was called Oh No, Jackie O, and it came out. It was on the front cover of the National Enquirer. Then uh, I wrote, <laughs> yeah, that was inter- that was very interesting. Then I wrote Jackie, Ari, and Jack, The Tragic Love Triangle. And that book was derived from the over 500 interviews I did discussing the Kennedy assassination. So I put into that book all the questions that people had asked me on shows and interviews and uh, my explanation. So that kind of got my foot wet. Then I kind of wanted to go into another genre, and I went into humor and comedy. I, you know, I loved Irma Bombeck, so I wanted to try that. It was wonderful. I had a, uh, I was fortunate enough to have a New York publisher, and they suggested I do a survey, and we talked about the top ten things that people whine about. And that book 
was the one that went to number one on Amazon, and I totally adore, <laughs> yeah, I totally adored doing that. Now uh, my latest book is uh, Priceless Personalities, and I've taken uh, ten interviews from my radio show, January Jones, sharing success stories, and we put the ten uh, interviews into book form. It's in Kindle, and it'll be coming out in audio in the next month. Um, these are stories that just I couldn't forget. These were stories I just wanted to share with everyone. Very powerful personalities. Awesome. So good. And so I love I love having you talk about this topic, being a powerful personality for media, because you've kind of been in so many different angles of it um, that you really have a broad perspective, and I don't want to miss any of the good information you brought us. So let's go ahead and talk about your second step, which is once you have your passion and you're pursuing mm-hmm. it, then you're supposed to sign up. Well, yeah, right. You know, it's really important to get on social networking and media and create a presence there. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, Plus. you know, you do all of those. And I'm sure you do that. And it's a good way to promote your shows, promote your books, tell people what you're doing. Uh, After every show I do, it gets posted on these medias. And since all the shows are archived 24-7, it's amazing how uh, you do get an audience. Also, I suggest to all people, anyone who wants to start a career, go to as many conferences and uh, seminars that you can go to. It's a great opportunity to network and to meet other people, and it's amazing how these things just go around and come back to you. As much as you put into it, that'll uh, come, come right back to you. Now, for the book that went to number one, I was in an affiliate program, that I signed up for, and it was quite a uh, a lot of work uh, to do that. And I did learn a lot from it, and it was what makes a book successful. Um, and then doing, uh, as you know, doing interviews. Um, you know, your book can get published, and it's uh, the only one who's really going to promote it is you. <laughs> you know, right, I got to right. go to... I, uh, my publisher, I went to BEA, Book Exposition of America. I signed books. I was in the same aisle with Barbara Walters. It was all very fun and interesting. But then, of course, the next season, new books come out, and you're the old uh, the old lady on the block, Barbara and I. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, do as many things as you can to get yourself out there. Um, you know, I did a lot of public speaking. I did a lot of TV shows, and I did crew speaking. But it got right back down to the fact that what I truly, truly enjoy is doing radio. Uh, I like it because it's personal and it's uh, interesting, eclectic every day. There's a different personality on the show. You get to meet some wonderful people. You don't have to get dressed up. You don't have to wear makeup. <laughs> You can do your show in your pajamas. <laughs> yeah, and you know, for those of you listening too, um, January's mentioned this a couple times, and of course you're listening to my radio show, so you know that I love it too. But um, a lot of people really settle settle into blogging or settle uh-huh. into different genres too. There's so many angles, and we're going to talk about that a little more as we go through the hours too. It isn't just mm-hmm. radio that's available to you. 
But if we're talking back to the signing up for social networking um, as much uh-huh. as possible, have you found, like for you personally, have you found something that really works well, like a, a social networking um, practice that you'd say really turned it around for you or is something that you could highly recommend? Well, what I do recommend for anyone who is hosting the show is to definitely follow the links after your show gets archived. Make sure to send your show out every day. I send out a reminder in the morning for my show to let people know what it's going to be about. After the show's done, we archive it. I also blog. I'm an e-blogger, and I create uh, an e-blog once a week that highlights the personalities on my show and just some stuff from my books that I include. I send that out once a week to all my followers. I think that people, and I try to make it personal. I try, you know, I try to let them get to know me through these blogs and uh, tweets. And, you know, you don't have to write a lot, but I think you have to be, you have to use your creativity so that people will notice what you're putting out there. Absolutely. And that kind of dovetails right into our next one that we're going to cover here. Was, it's called Write It. So we've been talking about, you know, possibly blogging some things or putting some things out in social media. What are some other ways that um, you, you've mentioned your book, too, um, writing a book? Um, so what, what would you recommend for someone who wants to be a, a strong or a powerful media personality as far as writing? Well, I think you have to uh, pay your dues. It's important to not just talk about writing. You have to sit down and write. It's a discipline. And if you don't enjoy it, it's not going to work. But I think you have to try to write a little bit every day. I try to, when I send out my tweets and Facebook, I try to tell them, use interesting words, words that have never appeared before in your blog. Because that's what people latch on to, those key words Oh, they're so important as far as links and people uh, coming back. And it it helps to be humorous and funny because people love to hear stuff like that. I've even started on my blogs doing some videos that are kind of humorous videos that I have. I have one with my dog, who is the talking dog, Zoe. She does a promotion for me, which has gotten a lot of uh, uh, interest because people email me and they want to interview Zoe. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so I have to explain that Zoe just does uh, talks on YouTube. She doesn't talk on interviews, and she doesn't take personal phone calls. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, well, this is Marnie's Weber. The rest of day is January Jones. We're going to take a break and come right back and talk about how to do it, host it, and find one. We'll be right back. 21-day wins. I love these. These occur most months of the year. The only time I don't do a 21-day win group coaching is if I will be traveling more than two of the three coaching sessions in a month. So if you want to break a habit, replace a bad habit with a good one, or start a new habit, 
or if you want to complete a project and you'd like some help. So maybe this is something you've been trying to do for a while and you'd like to really get it done this month. You just go over to Marnie.com and under events, pick live and upcoming events and you can register for a 21 day win there. You can pay for that monthly. You can pay for it for life and get in as many as you want or you can just join the mentorship program at the shop button at the top of any page at Marnie.com and members get in free always. It includes a workbook as well as the weekly group coaching over at a private Facebook page. So hope you'll join us for an upcoming 21-day win. Welcome back. This is Marnie Swedberg, our guest today, January Jones. And in fact, that's her website address, www.JanuaryJones.com. Is here sharing with us media training, how to be a powerful media personality. And January herself has been interviewed over 100 or 500 times for radio and TV, and she's um, got 108 million listeners to her radio show, radio. And we are excited to have her here sharing some insights for you if you want to um, take the next step in media. Maybe start a show of your own. Possibly get on some other people's shows. Maybe start a blog. Uh, get involved in social media. January, as we go into this next session here, let's talk mm-hmm. about let's talk about doing interviews. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you book a lot of show, people for your show. I book a lot of people for my show. We're on other people's shows, but there's people listening to us that have never thought about this yet. And they don't know how how they would possibly find the show to be on or, or pitch it, and maybe they don't know how they could find a guest if they started their own show. So let's talk about this for a little bit. Okay, well, I can talk about what to do, and I also want to address what not to do, because if there's mistakes to be made, I probably have made all of them. Um, One of the things I recommend that you do not do, I do not think you need to hire a publicist to handle you. I did that for my first book, and uh, it would cost a lot of money. I did get interviews and I did get exposure, but actually, as you go down the road, you learn that this is, these are the things you could have done on your own. You really don't have to pay big bucks to do it. Also, there's some uh, services out there that uh, will advertise that they'll get you on radio, TV, and uh, they are also very, very expensive. I think that uh, the one that I recommend now that is affordable and anyone can do, I recommend that people go to radioguestlist.com. Uh, you can find it and you can sign up uh, to do interviews or to be on interviews. It has all kinds of programs. It's a very affordable. I think there's a very small, small monthly fee. And Radio Guest List... Uh, I have a backlog probably through September of people coming on my show who I have recruited through there. I recruit by suggesting that people who want to share their success stories contact me, send me their resume, and uh, we go through a process to uh, vet who we want to use and who we don't. And most of the, I'm pretty much, if you send me an email, uh, JanuaryJonesInfo at gmail.com, we will look at it, and we will definitely consider it. And I really like kind of off-the-wall things. Lately, I've been doing a series of shows on uh, paranormal, spiritual interviews, people who have shared their stories, who have experienced near-death experiences, uh, white light, 
talking to angels, spirits. <laughs> so sometimes that's kind of the theme for my show lately, and that's very fascinating. I love hearing these stories, and that's actually what's going to become the next book. It's going to be a priceless personality sharing paranormal story. So one thing kind of leads to another, and if you have not gone or looked at radio guest list. I highly recommend it. I suggest that before you spend a lot of money with other companies or publicists. Yeah, and I recommend, too, um, helpareporter.com. That's another one that's not so much radio interviews. That one is more print interviews. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. um, that's a a way that you can get um, quoted in different major media and uh, potentially in books and different things like that. Those are ways that you can mm-hmm. get, uh, get your name out there, too. Now, yeah. one of the things, you're, when you're pitching, let's say mm-hmm. that someone wants to be a guest on your show. Um, mm-hmm. What would be a good mm-hmm. subject line that would maybe catch your attention? Um, not, not something specific, but something more like, uh, do you have a favorite one that you use yourself? You know, I th- yeah, I think... Um, when I get pitched and if they say to me, this is a story you have never heard before or this okay. is a story that you will find unforgettable, unforgettable, memorable, uh, unique. I love eclectic. I love that word eclectic. I like people who uh, write and perform things outside the box. That's where you get uh, people listening to yourself. <laughs> okay. You've got yeah. you've got to put something out there that's new. You've got to use words that, keywords that have not been used that much on the internet. Um, that's what makes you stand out. Uh, I have so many wonderful people that I've been able to share on my show. I feel like it's uh, an honor and a privilege to have this opportunity. And so many of these people have causes uh, that they promote charities that they work with, um, you know, they work with uh, children and orphanages in Africa, and we've had people on the show who have been severely handicapped, uh, thalidomide survivors, cancer survivors. Their stories are, I find them fascinating, and apparently my audience does too. So, January, besides using radio guest lists, um, do you mm-hmm. do you actively pursue interviews any other way? Oh, you know, a lot of times people will who have been on my show will contact me and they will find someone that they think would be a good fit. And I usually like to go with that because I know the source and I know who I'm dealing with. Uh, <laughs> and then you're not so surprised sometimes when you get on the show. Uh, that helps. Personal contacts, like if I go to events, I was at a big event in Indiana uh, this past uh, spring. It was a charity event for the uh, group that I work with, Association Applied Therapeutic Humor. Three of the keynote speakers that were fabulous all came on my show after that conference. So when I hear a public speaker or a keynote speaker, I immediately introduce myself and uh, give them a business card and invite them on the show and and I make sure I follow up and contact them. So, you know, you can find interviews 
my problem is I only do three live shows a week, so it's hard for me. You have to become a little bit selective in this process. Absolutely. Another thing that you can do is if you have a certain topic that you're going to be doing shows on for a season or whatever, you can go to Amazon or any bookstore and just look at the authors who have that right now. Those They make wonderful guests, and because they have a new book out, um, it allows mm-hmm. people to follow up and to get more information from them immediately if they resonate mm-hmm. with what they're talking about. So that's another way, too. Now, as far as hosting your own show, um, you've actually been in radio a couple different ways. So let's talk about um, mm-hmm. Blog Talk Radio. Okay, you and I both have shows here at Blog Talk Radio, and mm-hmm. anybody can have a show at Blog Talk Radio. Um, you just you, you decide what kind of show you want to have. You do everything yourself. It's all just... Uh, um, what we call it, a wizard, I'd say, you know, you just, <laughs> it makes it easy for you to do. You have to do the legwork of it, but anybody can do it. And then there's, of course, um, more traditional radio shows as well, and you've actually had a couple of those shows. Why don't you talk to people about that? If someone wanted to go into a more traditional, um, local, mm-hmm. like locally aired show. Yeah, well, you know, I, I have there's not I can't say enough good things about my blog talk experience. It, um, it as you said, it's user friendly. The people at Blog Talk are fantastically helpful, creative, uh, encouraging. Uh, they they get back to you. I, I totally enjoyed Blog Talk, and I did Blog Talk for two years before I did anything else. And, of course, it was wonderful because once we got to a million listeners, it was a very exciting time. It's important when you're working with a network to submit show descriptions that are interesting so that way your show will get featured on the front page and that's where you'll get your listeners um, 24-7. After I had been with Blog Talk, I was approached by a wonderful network out of Palm Beach, Florida. It's uh, the Entertainment Network, and I work with a studio there, W4CY.com. I do my show, I Skype the show, and we do it three times a week, and through them, my show was syndicated at iHeartRadio which for me was a big step up because iHeartRadio has over 55 million subscribers. And so I have my own station at iHeartRadio, and it's called January Jones Sharing Success Stories. And all of my shows are posted there. I do them on Monday, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday evenings, and the next days, next day they get put up that uh, iHeart, which is all done by uh, the Entertainment Network. So that kind of changed the game for me, the playing field. It also, once I went with iHeart, it was uh, much easier to recruit sponsors for the show. And I think that's uh, a big plus once you can get some sponsors uh, to support your show. So talk about that um, a little bit. Do sponsors come to you? Did you recruit sponsors? How did you actually uh, take that step? A lot of the sponsors who have been on my show have actually been guests on my show. They've uh, been on the show. They've promoted their their books, their projects, their charities, and a lot of them I have followed up and invited them to be sponsors. And a lot of them have taken advantage of this opportunity. It's uh, what we do is I have a wonderful 
fellow that does the commercials and you send your copy to him and he prepares a 30-second or a 60-second commercial. All of my advertising is very affordable. I don't uh, charge a lot because my guests I know are authors and guess what? They don't have that big a budget (laughs) for advertising. Yeah. However, it's changing. The game's changing because now that I'm at iHeart, uh, we're working on uh, approaching corporate sponsors uh, for the show, and these are some of the people I've interviewed in the past, um, like Hershey's Chocolate and, and different companies, Honda and Toyota, and some companies like that. So we're working on a proposal, so that'll change the game. So this will be in my third year. I'll be doing something a little different. Awesome. That's so cool. Well, this is Marnie Sliver. Our guest today, January Jones, is, uh, you can learn more about her over at JanuaryJones.com. And we're talking about how to be a powerful media personality. We're going to come right back and talk about how to find a mentor and how to archive things. We'll be right back. planning an event for women or maybe you would like to attend an event for women but you don't know where to find them. If you go over to womensevents.info, which is a subdomain again of .com but it's called womensevents.info, you will find all of the major upcoming women's events including Beth Moore, Women's Faith, all kinds of different events there and you are welcome to add your own Christian women's event at that site. There's usually a per event cost or else a per month cost and you can do unlimited per month or a year unlimited or a lifetime unlimited or if you just join the mentorship program at Marnie.com with the shop button at the top right of the Marnie.com page, you are going to get all of that <laughs> included. You can enter all of your events there. So check it out at womensevents.info. Welcome back, and we are just on the verge of having a bunch of events starting back up for, um, and the summer August starts picking back up. Summer's a little quiet for events, but then in the fall we get going again. So be sure to check that out at Women's Events by Info. Our guest today, January Jones, has um, hosted her own radio show as well as uh, been on radio shows around the country, and she's here to share with us her media strategies. So, January, maybe. Talk about who is your mentor. I mean, who taught you the rope? Okay. Well, it's been an interesting saga. I've met mentors. All of the people that I've worked with at the different radio stations have been wonderful. Uh, when I first started out, I went with a, a wonderful program called Radio Interview TV Report, and I signed on for a one-year program with them. And it was, uh, I think there were about 60 of us, and we met three times a year, and we networked, and we, uh, uh, it was the Quantum Leap program, and that was a fantastic experience, because I was exposed to so many ways of promotion and things that uh, you could do on your own uh, that you wouldn't have to hire people for. It was a lot to take in, and, you know, I've slowly, slowly applied a lot of it to the things I've done. Some things you just figure out on your own, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can uh, keep moving along. One thing kind of leads to another. As far as mentors, uh, as I said earlier, I try to go to conferences, seminars. I try to get out there 
and meet inspiring people. And usually these are the people that I invite on my show. So it's a win-win-win. They not only inspire me, they share their inspiration and information and really, really great advice with my listeners. Um, Networking and mentoring is something that comes naturally once you're involved in this. I, there's so many people that who have been on my show that I have mentored. I have mentored people who have come to me and said, I've got an idea for a book. What do you think? And I've kind of walked them through how to do a book. You know, now you can go to uh, Amazon.com and if you have a book written, you have to write the book first, but if you have a book or if you have materials like one fellow came to me and he had been writing articles for magazines financial magazines and so he actually took his articles and that was the source that was his book you can go on create space and they have a template that is fabulous you just put all your stuff in there and they uh, approve it and your book will be published it's a print on demand so you don't have to buy 5,000 books and put them in your garage. <laughs> and uh, Amazon, it's, it's a no-brainer. They also have uh, audible.com. If you're doing audio things, that's uh, wonderful. I, I recommend those for anyone who wants to get out there. Uh, Amazon, their, their people mentor you because they have a call line. If you have any questions, um, you can just call them and they'll help you walk you through it and get your book published and uh, then they have uh, things you can go to online as far as marketing and promotion, things, uh, seminars or teleseminars that you can listen to. And there's a lot of information out there. You just have to uh, go find it, and then guess what? You have to go do it. <laughs> You're right, then you have to do it. <laughs> yeah, you have to yeah. do it. <laughs> and as yeah. far as mentoring, let me share my... Um, uh, website, JanuaryJones.com. If any of your listeners want to go website, they can put their name and email. They will get my e-blast. They can download the first two chapters of my book, uh, Personalities. And my email is uh, JanuaryJonesInfo at gmail.com. And just put in the subject line, Marnie Show. And if you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to answer them. January, this is Marnie. Can you hear me? Hi, I, I lost you guys somehow. I just called back I know. in. Are we, <laughs> I'm sorry, are we still on the air? We are on the air, and I don't know what happened there. I think it just kind of cleared cleared the decks on us, because I got I got okay. connected too. too. So, well, before, anyway, before you, were, we went, you, were, you were at the point that you were telling people about what they'll find at JanuaryJones.com. Oh, yes, yes. And if they go there, they can sign on with their name and email. Uh, they can download the first two chapters of my book, Priceless Personality, for free. 
Also, they will get a weekly e-blast that tells about the shows for that week. Also, um, I would love to mentor and help anyone if you have any questions. My email is JanuaryJonesInfo at gmail.com. And please just put Marnie's show in the subject line and I will get back to you. And uh, I'd love to help anyone. Or if you're interested in talking about your success story with me, I'd love to hear from you. Beautiful. Well, that was quite an offer. So you guys get that January Jones info at Gmail? Yes. Mm-hmm. Gmail.com. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and move forward to archive. You know, maybe before we do that, um, let's talk about that sometimes surprises like this happen, like all of a sudden <laughs> the guest is gone or the host is gone or both are gone. You know, uh, radio media is always a surprise. I remember, um, I remember one of the um, Beth, oh, Beth Jones. Uh, she was she was saying that uh, the first time that she was on, she was going to be on Good Morning America. She was in New York. She's outside the building. This was before before cell phones, and she's standing outside. She's flown in. She's standing outside the building, and she couldn't get in, and they mm-hmm. couldn't find her, and just missed the entire thing. And there's just things that happen that are disappointing and confusing, and uh, you just have to really learn to be flexible and to go with the flow of whatever is going on around you, don't you? I mean, do you have just some advice for people with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that that happens all the time. Things, uh, uh, you lose uh, uh, connections like we just did, (laughs) and then you just have to get back up on the horse and keep going. Um, It's fortunate with Internet radio. uh, I know on my stations I can pre-record, so if I'm traveling and uh, do not want to do a show live, I can have it pre-recorded and loaded up to go while I'm away, which I is a wonderful way to do it because this year I had a knee replacement. So I was off, uh, I had a hiatus for four weeks, but all my shows, they just did them, pre-recorded them ahead of time. So that worked out wonderful. Um, it's, uh, you just have to make it work. And that's the nice thing about working with people uh, like at Blog Talk and iHeartRadio and Entertainment Network, these are professionals, and they want you to do well, and they'll do everything they can to help you. Beautiful. Let's go ahead then and talk about you can pre-record, which was a great thing for you to bring up. Uh, a lot of shows air like this one usually air live, okay? And then you have shows that always pre-record. They never air a live show. They always pre-record, and then you have a combination of the two, and you can pick whichever works best for you. The other thing mm-hmm. that you have a choice to do is to archive it. Now, with Blog Talk Radio, it's automatically archived to mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. iTunes. And then yeah. um, you also, with iHeart, you it, do, you, do you archive your Blog Talk Radio show to iHeart, or is that a different show? That's a, uh, I do the show live at Entertainment Network, W4CY.com, and they archive it to iHeart. Okay. For me now to get on iHeart, they submit your show and it has to be approved, and it has to meet the standards for iHeart before they accept you. It's difficult; you just can't approach iHeart yourself and say, "I'd like to have my show." You really have to work through um, an established network that they have a relationship with, 
which was uh, when I went with uh, W4CY, they were not with iHeart. However, the second year they they did sign on with iHeart, and a lot of their shows went with iHeart, and it's a big step up, uh, definitely, when you have a, a show that's archived with uh, over 55 million subscribers. So it's a, it's a game changer, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely, and I, I just encourage you if you're just starting out with your own show or getting on other people's shows to just not worry about whether you have the big game yet. Um, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and do interviews on even smaller shows and go ahead and uh-huh. be a small player on a blog talk radio or whatever because opportunities arise if you just keep on getting better at what you do and continually um, invite guests who are better at what they do. Um, then mm-hmm. what happens is over time, you know, it bubbles to the surface. And, you know, uh, for me, I was approached with American Hope Radio to do, um, to have syndication with them. And so that's kind of what happens here. You don't have to necessarily, even go shake some bushes, of course, that's fine. But don't necessarily focus your attention on that. I encourage you to focus your attention on doing the best you can do in your own show or in your own interviews. And like um, January, like you said earlier, a lot of times, People will say, I had a good show, I guess, on my show. You should interview so-and-so. And and that is how it works. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it does work that way. And, you know, you've got to get your feet wet, jump in, and get experience. That's the only way it's going to happen. And the only way you can get experience is by doing a regular show, uh, being prepared, uh, having guests that uh, you love to talk to and share and it all just kind of comes in. You know, I've been doing this for, oh, gosh, Blog Talk. I think I've been with them three, four years now and with iHeart one year. And so it's, it's kind of, it takes on a life of its own. And it all gets down to if you're passionate about it and if you really enjoy doing it, your listeners will be able to tell the difference. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and it goes back to number one, find your passion and pursue it relentlessly. I mean, that is, mm-hmm. that is the mm-hmm. key to success. Always try, especially, especially when it comes to um, a media that's either a verbal like this one or a visual like TV. Um, if you aren't passionate about what you do, it just, it just kills, the, kills the whole thing. You have to have a lot of energy to do radio or TV. When we were talking mm-hmm. a bit ago, I was thinking, um, I was thinking about maybe asking you to share what has been one of the most challenging interviews you've ever you've ever done. And I wanted to share a story while I give you time to think about that uh, about one of the gals that was on my show several years ago, and um, after and she was an amazing guest. She was so articulate and just entertaining, and she had such good content to share. And I never imagined what had happened to her during the program. So she was driving from, I don't know, airport, wherever, and um, she couldn't quite get home in time. She had no cell phone at the time, and she ended up running into a public library and just asking, please, is there a phone I could use to do this interview? <laughs> and you know what, anyway, this is an hour-long interview. So this is not like your three-minute interview. <laughs> yeah. So they said, well, you can, but you can't stay on very long. And so she, mm-hmm. they sent her over in the corner of the children's play area at the library. And she said that during the entire interview, she had this one little guy that he'd come over with his truck and he'd run the truck up and down her leg. And then, and then the librarian would come over every few minutes and say, 
ma'am, you have to get off the phone. And she'd say, just a couple more minutes. And it was amazing to me that she could do that because it was so disruptive, <laughs> I'm sure, to her thought process, and yet I never knew that was going on at all. She was just yeah. good with it. And I was I was just curious, have you ever had an experience where you just thought, oh, my goodness, I can't even believe I lived through that one? Uh, yeah, I've had a couple of interviews that um, uh, actually my engineer and my producer and all, we, we all kind of, when we were off the air, we were going, oh, my gosh, what's happening here? One in particular, and it turned out to be one of the most terrific, powerful interviews I've ever done. Uh, a mm. young man had approached us, and, uh, you know, we don't do a pre-interview by phone. We do a lot of paperwork. We get their resumes. So we actually don't really speak to them until five minutes before we go on mm-hmm. the air. And this young man was um, uh, uh, slightly disabled, and he has mentally he was challenged, you know, and he, was, uh, he had written a book and he was had been in some terrible accidents that had caused brain problems, speech problems. So it started out and I, I wasn't sure if we'd be able to understand him when he was speaking and this was going to be very challenging. However, as we got into the show and he relaxed more, he started to be more coherent and more eloquent and it was one of the most amazing interviews but when it started mm-hmm. off, I thought, oh, my gosh, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. But you just, you just keep going. And uh, it was uh, one of his story was inspiring and powerful, passionate. And when the show was over, I mean, I felt really fabulous about the show. But I'll tell you, when it started, I was in panic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And then... And then have you ever had no-shows? Because I've had no-shows. And um, what is your practice if you have a no-show? Nobody did go on the air with you. You're going live in, you know, two minutes, one minute, down to, zero, um, down to one, one under, and nobody's here. <laughs> yeah, well, what we do at um, W4CY is they have all my shows archived. So if we get down to one minute, we have another show ready to go. So if we, I've had maybe, I think in my whole career, maybe two no-shows, but we have another show that they can just put on. It's like, you know, the shows that they use when I'm on the hiatus or if I'm ill. Right. We, they, they have shows in their backlog. So it, the audience never even knows that it's a no-show. And That's sometimes, fantastic. you know. I love that. Sometimes guests have emergencies and things happen. and. Right. So you have to be understanding. And I usually, if there's a problem, I always try to reschedule them. Because let's face it, no one's going to do that intentionally, stand you up. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's an awesome idea. I hadn't even thought of archiving the shows. That's so fantastic because that's, that's so easy. <laughs> Very easy to do. Just have a couple shows in the queue uh, from the yeah. past. And and another thing that I've done is I've just had some, because I do public speaking as well, so I have a lot of mm-hmm. presentations and trainings, uh, uh, workshops and boot camps and things like that. So I just have all these trainings available at my fingertips. So I just grab one and, and go through it. With the yeah. listeners that day, that's what I do. But you really do want to have a plan because that is going to eventually happen to you at some point when uh, I remember sure. one, of the, one of the most sad ones was it was just the guy was totally, absolutely ready to go on air an hour after the show, that he was just completely out of 
Oh, yeah, that's tough, too. Well, we do a lot of our shows. Well, all of our shows are Skype, but what you could do is just take an MP3 and download it in one of the uh, one of your total shows in the audio clips and just have it on your dashboard Absolutely. Um, so that if you realize you have a no-show, you hit that button and that show will go off for you. Love it. What a great idea. Well, we talked a little earlier about recruiting some, and what we were talking about there was the sponsors for your show. And um, you had said some of the people who were guests on your show began to sponsor you. You've had, uh, now you're looking at some corporate sponsors. Did you have any other words of uh, kind of wisdom or advice that you wanted to share with people about recruiting sponsors? Well, you know, you have to make a personal connection. And once you have a connection with them, then things will go pretty pretty easy. Uh, also, you have to have an audience. You know, like my show is approaching at Blogheart over 2 million listeners to date. And so that is that carries a lot of weight. And, of course, with being with the, um, uh, iHeart is a big motivator for sponsors. Um, the other thing I wanted to briefly touch on is uh, nonprofits. And I do. I try to promote one or two nonprofits uh, on my show, and uh, most of my guests have nonprofits that they like to talk about. And so I think that is a really uh, important part of our message. It's an important part of our passion. It's uh, you want to share stories that are successful, and that most people aren't successful unless they're helping other people. <laughs> it's just the way it works. That's the way of the, the way of the universe. <laughs> do you actually, and I'm not sure the way that you said it, I, I can't tell, but do you actually provide free sponsorships to a couple nonprofits, or how do you actually you just mention them on the air, or what do you actually do? Well, a couple of them I have, I have paid myself to have uh, commercials done for them, and then I run them when I have open spots. Yeah, and oh, I yeah. just do That's that. Great idea. I just do that because there are groups that I believe in, and I like doing it. And uh, several times I've had guests who have had shows, uh, sponsors, things, and I've told them to send me a commercial, and I'll run it. You know, I can't run it all the time, but occasionally we can slip it in. I like to do that. Yeah, but that's it has to, awesome. It has to be a professionally done commercial, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, and I and I have a wonderful fellow that does my commercials, and he's very, very reasonable. So, I and I recommend him highly to everyone. We use him for all of our sponsors, and we're very happy with him. So, if anyone would like to find out the name of a reasonable commercial uh, specialist, you can email me, and I'll send that information to you. Awesome, and that's again January Jones info at gmail dot com. Okay, we're nearing the end of our hour here, January. Your last point here is enjoy it, and you know <laughs> I can tell from listening to you that that you really do enjoy what you do. You've been doing it a long time, and you're still you're still loving it, aren't you? Yeah, I still have the enthusiasm and energy, and I think the reason it's it's about my show because my I'm not limited to one topic. The, my mm-hmm. show is success stories. So uh, we've got the, the one gal uh, this last week did the inner peace diet, and uh, we have the pet uh, chef coming on next week. <laughs> we've had 
I've, obviously, I've had many, many Kennedy experts who have come on my show because I've been on their shows. And so I always, um, I, I only do three shows a week, so it's not that much. But each show is, I'm always up for it. I, I can't believe the stories that people share. The uh, uh, It's been, I just get a lot of energy from it. I enjoy doing yeah. it. And I will continue to do it as long as I continue to keep enjoying it and I can't see it ever changing um, the, there's so many wonderful people out there with uh, tremendous stories and the benefit of my show is I can pretty much go to any topic <laughs> yeah which is really great right um, when you're when you're talking to to somebody who just maybe is starting out in media they're maybe starting their own show um, do you have anything that you would say be sure don't do uh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> might steal your joy. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's like uh, you need to, at the beginning, you need to do some test shows. And it's a wonderful thing that uh, Blog Talk allows you to do that. You need to do some shows that no one will hear. <laughs> right. So you can, uh, and you, plus that helps you learn how to do the uh, dashboard a switchboard and how to do all of that and, and get pretty smooth with the whole operation. I would suggest, uh, again, hire professional uh, people to do your announcements, to do your intro, and to do your closing. If you go and listen to my show at any time, you will hear uh, my professional, uh, and that makes your show, it just puts it in a whole other class. Uh, so it's important to start off with uh, some really good uh, announcements, introductions, and closing. And then, if you would say, um, if you would say one of the one of the kinds of people who maybe shouldn't do this would be, well, people who don't enjoy talking to other people. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, if it's, you know, if it's not something you're passionate about and truly, truly adore doing, it's not going to fly. And, and you yeah. know, people can sense that right away. I mean, I can sense how much you're enjoying your show. And it's what it's, you have to have that genuine enthusiasm for it. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't bother. <laughs> yeah, and I think... You know, and honestly, I've I've written 12 books, but honestly, I am not as passionate about writing as I am about radio. I love to interview and I love to be interviewed. That's where my passion really lies. And I write books. If people ask a question that the answer isn't out there, then I research mm-hmm. and write the book on how to do that. But um, other than that, it's not really where my heart is. And you're going to find when you guys um, just start exploring, you know, is it blogging, is it, um, radio is it TV is it we you know what is it and maybe it's making short YouTube videos um, or long tutorial YouTube videos who knows whatever it is for you if you find your passion that's going to be your first step toward finding out which type of media you will really love and be able to maximize throughout your throughout your career and, and to be able to forward your message and whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish there January do you have any closing comments or advice for people who are just thinking about getting involved well, in media? I think your advice is fantastic because I myself, I have tried a little bit of everything. I've done a little bit of television. I've done cruise speaking. I've done uh, personal speaking where I've spoken to large audiences 
conventions and things. And I tried all of that. I I did it successfully, but it wasn't something that I was that excited about doing. I found radio, and that is something I'm excited about doing. So I think your advice is wonderful. Try different things, and then find the thing you like doing the best, the most. <laughs> and then, and the important, have fun. <laughs> That's have fun awesome. And, yeah, have fun and enjoy it. And, and also, an important thing is try to help others. Right, and maybe that's really something that we didn't touch on, um, and I like to always come back and touch on this, is to view this not as a competition, but as a partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so important that you don't compete with other people who have shows or other people who are trying to get interviewed. Um, The reality is there's room for everybody. It's it's a humongous field. And, and Mm -hmm. you know, uh, January, I know probably on your show you've had some people back a couple times or whatever, but typically on a radio show you have new guests come all the time. Um, You don't keep having the same guests on unless you're going to make them a regular. Uh, So Mm -hmm. there's so much room for you if you're new. It's not like we're all full up and we can't consider you. We can. Mm -hmm. The other thing, you know, talking about regulars, when people sponsor my show, I try to give them one show a month that they can invite, be a co-host with me. So that's how they get their feet wet if they want to learn how to sponsor a show. So I usually try to co-host once a month a show with my sponsors, and they can invite whoever they want to feature on the show. And that's been kind of a fun experience doing that. That's a really fun idea. Now, are you guys, uh, you're doing that by Skype, so you're not in the same room. No, we Skype. I've done shows with uh, three co-hosts and myself. So we've all Skyped wow. into the station. We Skype into Palm into the station in Florida, and then we have an engineer who monitors us and gets us through it. And it works out really great. It's fun. It's like a, a group, yes. a gr- group group <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Well, so good to have you here today. Thank you for all your wonderful input and insights. And you guys can learn more about January over at her website, JanuaryJones.com. And thank you for being here. What was wonderful, Marnie. And uh, I'll look forward to having you on my show soon in the future, too. Okay, sounds great. Well, you all have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.